get in the cart. Right at us. Mark! The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one. This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast. Welcome to the Party of Four. I'm Ben Hutchison alongside Andy Michelson. Howdy. Hello. It feels like we flipped the switch completely from soggy northwest, Pacific Northwest, to summertime in Chicago. Yeah, it's alive and well. We have, what, one day of possible rain in the next two weeks. I mean, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous out here. 70 degrees. It's like 70 degrees and no wind. You know what you call that in the golf biz? CR weather. It's course record weather. Course record weather. CR weather. Well, at least that's what we, us pros call it, CR weather. I mean, the flags are laying down. <laughs> it's not quite hot enough to, like, really dry out the golf course. See our weather. So does that mean you guys are going to keep kind of sneak out there at that 4 p.m.? Probably. We're super busy right now. I really want to go. I really want to go give it a shot, though. It is total CR weather right now. Well, it's good to see people on the golf course as far as being busy because we did miss out because of a lot of rain, but busy with your own other parts of your job as well. Yeah, we've got Junior League tonight. Tonight's the first night of Junior League. We've got Junior Clinics starting next week. We've got a whole lot of stuff. Chipping Clinics. So we're just finding so many ways to get people better at this game. These are all good problems to have. All great problems to have. Golf's (laughs) alive and well. It's exciting. Uh, It's taxing at times, but this is a great time of year. And not even to mention what Chris Iriati is doing on Wednesday nights with Sunshine Through Golf, the CDGA, and the uh, Northern Will County Special Recreation Association coming out here every Wednesday and having those kids out. It's awesome to see those smiles. And I actually did – a little story on that, and that'll be on our socials soon. So cool, yeah. He um, he's amazing at at that. He's got such such a level of patience. He's been working with them for I think pretty close to ten years now. Um, at least since I've been back in Mistwood for the last eight, and it's just something he's taken upon himself. I mean, um, what a giving, caring person to uh, to do that on a weekly basis. Um, and it, it's definitely a challenge. But Chris does a good job of organizing it and. And honestly, there are, there are relationships there, and, and you show it in your piece a little bit. There are relationships there that have been there from when you know some of these people were were people or kids were little, all the way up through this program, and and how golf has really helped them socially, mentally, physically, all those all those great things. Absolutely. So that's one of the fun things we do here. I feel like we have all these other events coming up in June. You talked about just June being a busy month. Uh, member guest is coming up in June. This is outing season. This one outing season is for everybody in the golf biz. We've got uh, June, July, August is always outing season. Um, yeah, it's just nuts. And then we got uh, we got Stars and Stripes next month. We open the registration today, so that should fill up basically in the next five minutes. I'm guessing. Um, so, <laughs> so that's uh, that's an exciting event for us. One of our one of our favorites to to run every year. So yeah, it's it's really really quite busy out here, but I'll tell you what, we have a lot of days, you know, outside of some of the traditional like outing Mondays, there's a lot of days wide open, wide open schedules. So people have uh, plenty of availability to be able to come out and enjoy the great weather. People will be asking if you'll jump back into the dunk tank this year for stars and tripes. Um, kind of depends on the weather. Like if it's above 75 degrees, I welcome it. If it's below it, no dice. I really don't like it. I do have to say, like, you get a little bit, like, 
you know, shell shocked after being there all day. You go down, you know, maybe a couple of hundred times. It uh, tends to wear you out a little bit. So if we could find an alternative as a staff to uh, maybe still bring that level of fun and not do a dunk tank, I'd be welcome to it. I actually like that. I feel like that's a good challenge to put out there. Or if anyone listening has an idea, what should we do that's entertaining but doesn't mean Andy has to get dunked 200 times, let us know. That sounds like a great idea. I did it twice at a birthday party one time, and I was exhausted. And the water going up your nose, I know, like, you plug your nose, whatever, but, like, I just didn't enjoy it. So for you to do that, I've always been just amazed that you can handle that. Dude, I'm telling you, like, for a day after that, you, like, you feel completely out of it. I don't know if it's, like, water's getting in places where it doesn't normally get, but... Man, it like throws off your equilibrium. It's kind of crazy. All right. So quick point of homework. Uh, PGA Championship. I hate homework. Go ahead. I mean, this is more of a review okay. session at this point. But the only thing is that I had Will Zalatoris winning the PGA <laughs> oh, Championship. Okay. Okay. And now I get it. Now I get it. We bring up old events. Got he it. could have won it, but Got he didn't. It. That's all. That's all. I just want to let you know that my pick, he did pretty well. It didn't work out. Nice job, Justin Thomas. Just think if Zalatoris could putt. Like, he would have, like, mm. tiger dominance. It's tough to watch. Yeah. It is. Those short ones where he lines it up. Have you seen the, the close-up video? He lines it up on the toe and then, like, reroutes it just to try and find the center of the face. Oh, I saw some of those hiccups. I didn't, I didn't like that. It's like... It made me uncomfortable. It's as bad as Billy Mayfair back in the day. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not good. It's not sustainable. But um, uh, Tony Romo... Tony Rome was on telecast earlier this year. I forget which one it was. But he was saying that nobody works harder than Wolves El Torres on his putting. Okay. And I think he probably needs to change his routine if if this is what hard work becomes. Because, I mean, I have a lot of demons, but, man, those are some sick demons. Yeah, well. In his stroke. But the crazy thing was, first two days, first two days, inside of 15 feet, he was number one. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Golf's a weird game. You're telling me. Well, that was more of a segue into talking about the newer um, developments about the Michelob Ultra guy. Many of you that watch the tournament <laughs> or on social media may have seen the gentleman standing behind Tiger and the entire gallery. Maybe two or three people don't have their phones up, but this guy's just holding his beer, looking content as possible. So his name is Mark Ratatick. And so what happened was... Then Michelob Ultra made an ad and put it on their social. And it's like, you know, you got to just live in the moment. You know, don't live behind the camera ultimately. And then they found him and there's T-shirts and hats for sale now. Like, they're just going all in on this because, I mean, look, this guy was just enjoying the moment. So he got his 18 bucks back for that beer? $18 beers. (laughs) Yes, I think he did. But that's the thing. He was quoted... And he said that he was promised, I think, copious amounts of beer by Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I don't know if that's their payment or they'll say, hey, we'll give you a hat, a T-shirt, maybe a box of them and copious amounts of beer. I don't know. I mean, dude, you walk into a supermarket with like this, like Michelob Ultra gold card. Yeah. Lay it down. It's like the like, golden ticket. Just four cases would be great. Perfect. I'm having a barbecue today. <laughs> uh, so, but no, I, I saw the story. I saw the picture. I saw the videos that they put out. It speaks to a bigger thing, and that is being in the moment, living in the moment. I know my wife would say, hey, put the phone down for a second. Like, let's be present. Let's live in the moment. You, would, a, have, you would have had your phone out. I would, I have, would have had my phone out. out. She's I would absolutely have right. I would have had my phone out, too. So 
in going to tournaments for decades now and seeing that, thinking back to like 2000, the way we watched golf tournaments, it's just completely different. I kind of miss it. You know, it's kind of weird though, is like how we use, how I utilize social media might be a little bit different than how you do. Actually, sometimes I'll post those things to have that memory just because I know it'll stay there forever. Like if I change phones or something happens, like it's there, right? Uh, I don't know if it's not living in the moment because I still remember those moments, but it's nice to have that phone as a supplement, but you're totally right. Like I think there's there's something to that. Like that, that guy probably had more fun watching that shot than the other 2,000 people did holding their phone right behind it. And he knew he'd be on camera standing right behind Tiger Woods, so he's like, they'll <laughs> so document this for me. So he turned the label, well, so you could definitely see the Michelob Ultra label. It was smart. It was perfect. Was but then now that you say that, I mean, is it a plant? Like now I'm going to go down Ooh, that that one. road. Good one. Hey, Mark, just stand back there. Hold it. Looking deep. perfectly content. He's the deep state of Michelob yeah. Ultra. Oh, man. They've had a lot lately, though. Was that all that Brooks and Bryce and stuff? Michelob Ultra as well? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in the golf game. They and then like guys getting getting <laughs> getting ripped on uh, Michelob Ultra Seltzer during the Ryder Cup. Like, give me a break. Oh, many, there's a chance. You guys are really getting ripped on that. Come on. <laughs> oh man, so that was fun. That was a fun little enjoyable thing to see. But the news this week is completely all around the Live Golf Tour. The Live Golf Boys. I don't know. They're calling them a bunch of different things right now. Let's go over real quick as we get into this, mm-hmm. get a couple comments. The main guys that we see on that list, the highest ranked highest world ranking is Dustin Johnson. Yeah. I don't really have all the other rankings with it, but we got Sergio Garcia, Martin Keimer, Ian Poulter, Taylor Gooch, Graham McDowell, Charles Schwartzel, Kevin Na, Hudson Swafford, Matt Jones. We got Louie Ustazen on there. And so there's three on that list. That- Lee Westwood. Okay, so outside DJ, let's just take away Mr. Obvious. Mm-hmm. DJ news was, was crazy. That surprised the heck out of anybody. Yeah. I actually thought it was going to be Brooks Kepka, not Chase Kepka. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I think what he's doing is he's dangling Chase out there to be like the sacrificial lamb. Like, if it's not the big disaster PR-wise that everyone thinks it is, I think then you'll see Brooks hop right onto that tour. Um, a few of the names that really surprised me. Taylor Gooch is... A phenomenal ball striker, kind of an up-and-coming player on the PGA Tour. It really, really surprised me to see him in that field. And again, I'm talking in total golf nerddom. Hudson Swafford's another guy who is really kind of starting to make his name for himself as a consistent player on the PGA Tour. Those two. Um, who was my third? Third was Matt Jones. Matt Jones. The dude's won on tour a few times. He's, he's kind of got a staple on tour. He... Lives in South Florida now. He's an Australian guy, but lives in South Florida. Like, he's part of that tour scene. So why is he playing in it? And I, I don't I don't quite understand it. So I have that. He won the 2021 Honda Classic. Matt Jones did. So his quote, what he said about this when asked, was I ran over everything with all my people on my team and came to the conclusion that it was a good choice for me for business aspect, for family aspect, and hopefully for the future of golf to grow the game. He said he played multiple events and received a signing bonus. I like the team aspect. They, him and Swafford actually said that. They both like the team aspect of things. Three-day events, 48-man field, shotgun playing, all the same time, same weather. 
which in golf is mm-hmm. a big deal. Yep. And then the schedule is great for me with three kids, three young girls. I want to be around as a dad. I mean, I've been out here 15 years. I missed a lot of what goes on in the kid's life. I was raised with a mom and dad that were always there for me. They were there at every sporting event, every schooling event, and that's something I'd like to try to do for my kids. So, so here's the PR disaster. We, why this tour could have done it that way to start. Why do they not promote players have more free time? Players are, yes, playing for more money, but they have more free time. They have more ability to um, address their own schedules, still make the same amount of money. Like, people would have got behind that instead of this whole, like, quiet behind the scenes, Saudi Golf League stuff, and then you have Phil kind of blowing things out of proportion. Um, And it just got started in the wrong way. A lot of the reasons, the individual reasons from from what I'm hearing from each player, totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. You know, I don't know where the money's exactly coming from. They're saying it's it's blood money. It's oil money. Okay, fine. There's a lot of oil money in this world. They say public right? fund too. Okay, fine. It's it's oil money. And there's a lot of oil money from everywhere in this world. Everyone's pumping oil. It's oil money. Who cares? Right? I, I guess who cares? That's I'm probably not taking the popular stance, but these guys have reasons that are their own reasons to plan this tour. That's fine. And I think, honestly, the dust will settle on this. The only thing is, is, is how hard of a red line does the PJ Tour take? Do they, do they really, are they really not going to let let Dustin Johnson come back and defend, you know, and play at places like Pebble Beach or St. Jude Classic? I know is one of his favorite events. Like, are they really not going to let him play? I, I, I doubt it. They try to draw the line again and say that there could be suspensions and everything else in the last day. And Swats, Swafford kind of alluded to that. He said, suspending players, that's not growing the game of golf. That's what Liv is trying to do, give more opportunities to more golfers. I think it's going to be a great thing. There's going to be a lot of eyes on it. I'm excited to play. So there's that angle on it. Then we hear about Dustin and possibly them dangling the $125 million. Just here you go. Just be in it. And he talked about his family and securing his life beyond what it is now. Yeah, I mean, you got to have that thoroughbred. You had to have at least one just absolute stud uh, in order to anchor the field. But there was some interesting commentary that, like I heard from um, uh, the commentary yesterday with the guy from Arizona State. Is it Puig or, or Puig or Pugue. Pugue. Yeah. Yeah, nice name. Uh, so anyway, he he gave a really rational set of reasoning. He's, he's graduating from Arizona State. He's just outside of that top 15 in the points in order for him to get Corn Ferry full status. So his thought was if he plays on this live tour and actually accumulates world ranking points, it could actually allow him to be able to um, have an easier go of things when he actually graduates. He's only a junior right now at Arizona State, but he decided to go into that field and maybe other fields in order to kind of help his possible world rankings along or get invites to future events that he wouldn't normally have the opportunity to because he's outside the top 15 in the, in the country for college golf. So is he done with college then? No, golf, no, no, golf no, no. wise, he's Or does he lose amateur. his amateur status? He's playing oh, okay. as an amateur. That's what I didn't know. And like uh, uh, James uh, Pyatt, the guy who won the uh, USAM last year, he's playing as an amateur as well. Okay. I don't know what the advantage is there. It could be, it's got to be amongst that same rationale. Or just, yeah, building up the personal brand as well beyond that to appear at these yeah. things. I mean, look at like NAL, right? I mean, all the yeah. all bets are off. So this kid this kid goes out and plays on this live tour and then comes back to Arizona State. 
Yeah, he's going to get some money thrown at him. Yeah. He's not dumb. So he can't accept purse money, but he can get the NIL NIL type stuff. So he could be whoever. (laughs) Yeah. Dumb. Well, well, Rory, he's always asked about this because I feel like Rory's kind of in the position where he's like the mouth of the PGA Tour. I mean, I think it's with the player stuff he does as well, but he said, I certainly don't think the field is anything to jump up and down about. Yeah, I don't think that was off the cuff either. I think I knew. That was some shade. I, I guarantee he knew he was going to get asked that question. Yeah. Every every player, every player's PR guy told them, be prepared for this question, and here's how to answer it. Yeah. And in Rory fashion, he came up with a great response. And he said he has friends that are on it, and he doesn't blame sure. them. Sure. But it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out for sure. Sure. I, I, I'm i kind of excited to see the first event. <laughs> Yeah, does London. Make me, does that make me a bad person? <laughs> Is that like next week? Yeah, who's broadcasting it? I'm kind of excited to oh, see what the first event's about. I saw it was going to be on YouTube. What? Like live on YouTube. Come on. I'm going to need more, though. Yeah, no, I think yeah, it's just uh, it's going to be on the Live Golf YouTube page live. I so, think that's what they're doing just to get it out there. So Golf Channel is going to do like, what, a three-second blurb on it at, at during Golf Central? There's no way. Does Golf Channel have a certain obligation to the PGA Tour, and they're worried about stepping on eggshells there? Golf Channel has an obligation to golf. That's what I would hope for. Yeah. And don't get in between the politics of the this golf. Is, between this is it. a story of golf. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I watch anything that's on Golf Channel. I'm watching random European tour in the middle of nowhere Sweden <laughs> on a Saturday morning. The right? documentary movies Everyone that else are on there. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Their obligation is to golf. If this is a story in golf and this is something that people want to watch in golf, then, you know, they have shareholders. You know, Comcast has shareholders who, who own them. Their obligation is to report whatever the most interesting story in golf is. My question to you then is they have that one mystery spot. Do you think Phil gets with all of everything that's happened? Whoa. Is that Phil? I didn't read that. There's a mystery spot? Yeah, there's kind of still a mystery spot out there. And people say they're saving it for Phil. Just dump. They're yeah. just yeah. Just jump in, Phil. Just at this point, does it even matter with all the bad no, press and everything this no, has had? Not at all. Unless they're all mad at him for what he said about you know killing these people or those people. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of controversy. Like you went deep. I didn't know you were going that deep. Okay. These were the yeah quotes. Yeah, the quoted words. Got but, it. Yeah. So I mean, is he wanted? Of course he's wanted. He's a big name. Everyone knows yes. him in the game of golf. Yes. Oh, my last question for you, too, with concerns to this. Is this a situation with the brands? You know, any brand. Callaway, Titleist, Ping, all them. Are they worried about it? Like, being part of that tour? Or is it just golf is golf and they're, we're building it? To, yeah, to me, their best stance is just to sit on their hands. I mean, the companies might not do sponsors, but the golf companies are just, here's you're playing with our stuff, that's fine. Like, the RBC dropping Dustin, that was more of RBC, yeah. you know, tooting their own horn. If Dustin got $100 million, what's what's the <laughs> million or so he might be getting from RBC? Give me a break. Yeah. Like, that is just literally them them pounding their own chest. That's a joke. So, I think these, these companies, their best bet is just to sit on their hands. And plus, these guys, I'm trying to think of guys that are outright endorsed. I mean, Dustin is a tailor-made guy. He's outright endorsed, tailor-made Adidas guy. So maybe there's a little bit there, but I th- I'll guarantee they just sit on their hands and see kind of how the dust settles. If it's a very negative thing, yeah, on that Monday morning, you're going to see guys getting pulled. If something comes out, yeah. yeah. So the success of this event or the success PR-wise of this as a 
positive message. And that's why the player's message needs to get out of this is why I'm doing it. Like they all look like, you know, outcasts right now because that, that message is not getting out there effectively. And there's a lot of, I don't want to comment on it. It's like, just, I think this is where, yeah, you should speak up and speak your truth of why you're playing in it because otherwise people will speculate and continue to go down that. Speaking of Adidas, that's a really nice shirt. Thank you. People can't see it, it but uh, got it here. Yeah. In, got it here in the pro shop at Mister Golf Club. We have a great new selection of Adidas material. That's, that's from this year, correct? Oh crap! We wear the same size. Good for me. <laughs> now it's gone. There might be another one. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, this is fun. We just wanted to get up in here real quick, talk about the Live Golf Tour and a lot of exciting things happening at How, Mistwood. How's your golf game, Ben? Everyone's worried about it. Oh, man, I was trying to wrap up the show, but if people want to know, yeah, I have golfed 36 holes this year, none of them at Mistwood, and we're into June. I golfed one round in Florida in the, what, January, February, and then I golfed one round. In, at Naperville South, which is Naples, right? Didn't you go play golf in Naples? That was the one in Florida. Yeah, that's Naperville South. Got Where it. did I recently golf? I golfed another round. Oh, I just golfed uh, at... The country club in Burridge, <laughs> Edgewood Valley. Oh, fancy. It was very nice. You're fancy. It was an outing. Yeah, you're I was fancy. like, you know, uh, I forgot the name of it. I kept wanting to say like Evergreen, Evergreen Valley, but no. That was a, a great outing, uh, support outing, and uh, had to do it. Great little track over there. Lots of trees. It's the complete opposite of Mistwood. Yeah, that's an old old traditional. That's a great, great golf course. Yeah. So um, to answer your question, Andy, I haven't played. I went to your clinic for about four minutes and worked yeah, on some short game. should have stayed. I had to work, man. Had to work. Well, we're doing it from 8 to 12 tomorrow, so you can hop right back in. Okay. That sounds good. So what Andy's trying to do is encourage me to get out and golf, enjoy the weather, and we should probably encourage you guys to get out and enjoy the weather. Come see us at Mistwood because it's going to be a fun summer. Can't wait to see you out here. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time, maybe a couple weeks. We'll we'll really try hard to get a guest on that show. How about that? That sounds great. All right. We'll see you guys then. Get in the car. Right at us. The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one. This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast.